At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, happy holidays. It is the Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to see if we can bring the same energy as Michael's in Herb Street on today's program. <laughs> yeah. Michael oh, Lombardi. Poor Al. Poor Al. He, you know, he already probably, he's, he's probably had his, I mean, do you think he took the, you think he took the private flight home like at, at like one minute after the game ended? Or do you think he had to wait till this morning? I mean, that, that should be, we should get those, uh, we should get Derek Stevens to put those odds up at the Circa. I think he was waiting in line to get on that flight before the fourth quarter ended. Priority seating for one Al Michaels as he was sleeping through. You know, I don't know if it was a snoozer because there were so many elements involved, but the Jags end up closing two and a half, a 19-3 winner. A couple things for you before I let you run with it. One, I'm just going to give you the halftime odds in total to give you an idea because remember, it really started to rain right before the half. So you go into the break and the Jags were up 13-3. You have to admit, it didn't feel like the Jets were coming back, right? So the Jets were laying two and a half, and the total was 17. There was no way, my man, we were getting past 17 points in in that second half. No way at all. No. No, and congratulations to you with a great call on Evan Ingram going over his total, which he did rather easily. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, to me, this was reminiscent. If this was a baseball game, you know, you felt like the manager would have come out in the third inning and pulled the pitcher because he just didn't have his game, right? I mean, he just didn't have his game. Uh, And so, I I mean, there was no indication that Zach Wilson was going to play at any level to give you any sense of comfort that they were going to be able to convert and get back into the game. I mean, the more three and outs, every time he went on the field, you were nervous, and they can't run the ball, which we have said all along. If you're going into the game and you can't run the ball, I mean, they went four plays on the, on the, after they get the fumble and they got minus three yards. Think about that. Four plays, minus three yards. They kick the field goal. Then they go six plays, they got a first down, punt. Five plays, two first downs, punt. One on penalty, right? Then they come back and go three plays, punt. That's the end of the half. Then the third quarter, which I thought was dazzling, they went six plays and punted twice. It was brilliant. <laughs> dazzling is a good description. Dazzling. I kept that's what Al fell asleep. We that's what Al fell asleep was in the third quarter. That's six <laughs> plays man, and Al fell asleep. 
My man was Tylenol PMing the whole game. Uh, okay, so a couple things. One, yeah, you mentioned the rush game. What was it? Zonovan Knight had minus two yards on six carries. That's not going to get it done. This isn't just on Wilson. We got to talk Salah as well. But let's go to the quarterback abyss, which is where the Jets find themselves. You had a great write-up. You know, if you juxtapose what's happening with Wilson now to the guy they drafted to be the future not too long ago in Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold looks like Joe freaking Montana at this point. Oh, yeah. He looks like Joe Namath compared to this guy. I mean, seriously, you could say whatever you want about Sam Darnold. At least Sam Darnold, you know, he, you know, he was trying to make some plays, too many turnovers, but it, he could complete some. Pa- I mean, I thought the most staggering nugget that I put in my column today was the fact that this guy has only thrown in his 21 career starts has only thrown 63 percent completions in two games or more. Think in an era where football is short passes, checkdowns. I mean, his numbers are reminiscent of the era when, you know, when you go back and look at the 60s or the 50s, you know, and there's a time where the percentage of interceptions to touchdowns was always out of whack favoring the interceptions because you could maul the receivers and then you couldn't pass protect, right? That, that they had to put their arms out like that. So, I mean, like his numbers are reminiscent of a, of a different era. Like he can't throw, he can't complete passes. He was 50% last night, 9 for 18. He throws a hitch out there to the flat, and he throws it inside. Like, that's day one when you're a freshman in high school. We're going to throw a hitch. you got to throw it to the boundary. Like, I mean, it was so bad. And then he looks like he's, he's out of it completely. I mean, you know you're in trouble when the kid comes – how do you say his name? Streveler? <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Was it Streveler? Was it Streveler? Yes. Yeah, no, it is. But somebody oh, tweeted, okay. Michael, check this out. Somebody tweeted, has he ever thrown a football before? Because <laughs> his, his motion was dirty. But go ahead. I mean, but he actually looked better. I mean, they ran the same play oh, over and yeah, over yeah, yeah. again. I mean, like they had, he had like four plays going in the game. They just kept running them. They were going to read option, read option. Just run it again. Repeat the play. You know, and it's like, oh my God, he, at least he completed, he completed 10 passes compared to Big Zach, only got nine. I mean, if you're Joe Douglas watching this game from your press box up there, you know, the eggnog is not going to taste good today. Joe Douglas has the D Podesta PR campaign. So he's going to keep his job. There's no doubt. Also, when somebody brings up to Joe Douglas, uh, Zach Wilson, he's just going to point to sauce Gardner and be like, trust me, I know what I'm doing. By the way, we do have get it ready, Brian. We're going to play for you. Salah after the game. Felica just texted us this distance covered by the jets offense and seven drives with Wilson minus seven, four, one yard, minus two, 23, 28 and minus three yards. Here is Robert Salah talking about Wilson and the jets. Uh, same thing. You keep your head up. He's got to keep working. Uh, we haven't seen the last of them, but, um, but right now we just, he just got to focus on finding ways to get better. We got to find ways to help him. Uh, we got to find ways to protect better. We got to find ways to run better. We've got to find better ways to call the game better. We got to we've we've got to do a lot. It's not just it's not just him. It's a it's a collective whole. We've all got to find ways to get better. No, we we've we've seen the last of Zach Wilson as the. As I don't know how they put him back on the field. I mean, yes, I, I mean, yeah. I wrote about it today. Like, how do they put him back on the field? Like, you know, you could tell last. I mean, first of all, I don't think I don't know if they said it, but that was the last home game for Jet fans this season. So if they make the playoffs, they're on the road. But So they're on the road for the next – that's the last we're going to see of Zach Wilson. I wrote today that any kid, any mother, father, you know, aunt, uncle, who bought a Zach Wilson jersey for their sons to, to, for Christmas as a gift, is, is they're at the mall today on an exchange. I mean, they're not giving that gift out. There's no way. There's no – oh, I got a Zach Wilson. Santa brought me a Zach Wilson jersey today. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. Wait, we couldn't take that back? There's no exchange on that? I mean, seriously, think about it, Patrick. How would you like to get a Zach Wilson jersey for Christmas? <laughs> okay, let me just ask you this. And by the way, how about those? I think Fleek was there. East Rutherford. First off, MetLife is a dump. No no offense to the Maras and whoever built that place, but it's in the middle of no. It's just, it's very sterile. But how about those fans going out there? They knew the rain oh. was coming. They knew the wind was coming. You have such awesome opportunities at home with HD and 4K, yet they're going out there and they watch that and they started booing your boy early. That, that, but that's what makes it so great. That's what makes football so great is that the people,
people will go. I mean, we're going to see in this bitter cold, in this winter cloud or whatever the hell we're calling it, that people are going to be in the stands watching the game. That's what makes the sport so much fun. I mean, look, they were there right. to help their team get to the playoffs. They wanted to help the Jets, and the Jets did nothing to give them anything back. And, it, you know, and what makes it even worse to me, and I wrote about this, is that they made the Jacksonville Jaguars defense last night look like they're in the top five defenses in football. And, and that's just not true. Like, that's not – if you can't throw the ball on Jacksonville, you can't throw the ball. The, 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 the basic analytics and the, the, the other statistics are there. Are They're right there for you. They prove it. They're not good. They're not a great defense. I mean, that's why Dallas – you know, everybody can move the ball on them. The problem is – if you can't throw a completed pass, it's hard to move the ball on anybody. The Jags were minus 145 yesterday to win their division. They're minus 185 today. The Titans coming back the other way, plus 145. You mentioned the weather. Andrew, I want to give Andrew a shout-out because let's go ahead and hit him with the bomb cyclone. Michael, I want you to take a look at your monitor because we've got snowflakes, okay? Take a look, Michael. Yeah. Look over there. I got look them, at the, yeah. You got, look Love at this. It. Oh, it's so good. Look, yeah, look at the festive so snowflakes. Yeah. Andrew, tremendous the, job. Nice work. I mean, look, it, it, it is. Uh, but it's going to be nasty. It. It's sure look, it you're going to get you're going to get some weather, travel, power outages. Des Moines, Iowa, where Thomas Gable makes his pick, Michael Lombardi is going to be minus thirty-seven. Denver, Colorado is going to be minus twenty-four. From Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine, the country is about to go into a really, really weird place weather-wise. Yeah, no doubt. And that's going to affect the games. I mean, we're still seeing the Cleveland games now at circa as a 31 and a half. There's still some 32s out there. I mean, even down in Carolina, it's going to be bitterly cold. So, you know, I mean, the Houston-Tennessee game is down to 35 and a half. Not surprising with Malik Willis starting a quarterback and Houston having Davis Mills. So, I mean, the weather is going to impact. It's going to impact your handicapping, right? It's going to impact Absolutely. how you see the game going and how you visualize the game. And last night, even though it wasn't cold, the rain did, but you never got the sense that the Jets were ever in that game, which makes it so hard to believe, right? When when you're only up, when they miss that field goal, and I give Peterson a ton of credit for kicking that field goal at the end, and I, and I listened to his interview at halftime, and he said, I wanted to come away with points. I think they've taken a giant step towards maturity in Jacksonville to understand that you got to be able to, that you got a good team. Don't give it away on fourth down, dumb fourth down calls. He missed the field goal. Patterson, to me, is not a reliable guy at times. I don't trust him. You know, I don't have a sense of confidence, but I thought that was the right play. And then once he got to 19, the game was over. He knew all he needed was 19, but when he was at that 16 margin, there was a ch- all you needed were, were a play here and a play there, and you're back in the game. And, you know, I mean, I think Salai stuck with him too long, actually. So you had the volume on? What did you trip and fall and land on the remote and no, somehow the volume over the came house. on your TV? What the hell's over, going on? No, I had on? people over the house. I got well, Millie's in the house. I mean, I can't. I, she has to have the volume. She wants the volume on. So, you know, I had the volume on. Okay, I so I got I got a couple of things over the next two hours. One, I want to do with you. I came up with this 2021 redraft. Okay, Lawrence looks like he's going to be a star. Remember, Wilson was the number two overall pick in 2021. Your boy Trey Lance was number three. We're going to go through and do a little bit of a redraft coming up in just a bit. How about this? Detroit, Carolina. You saw that number everywhere right now, Michael. It's dipped down to two and a half. BetMGM is reporting it's the most bet game on the board, and the Lions are the most bet as far as tickets and the most bet as far as money. The, the Honolulu Blue the and Silver going, Fever right now. But the Lions right going the other way, Patrick. I, that's what I'm saying. It's it, But yet we saw threes yesterday, key, obviously, and we're down to two and a half. I just want to call out during this holiday season, the Honolulu blue and silver rage is here. It just, it's, it's, it's here officially next. The Jags, their postseason push. We continue Lombardi line with some snowflakes. At bed, three, six, five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brian, thank you. Happy holidays from all of us here at VSIN. And we've got... A surprise for you. 79 bucks right now through March Madness. What do you get? Everything. Kitchen sink. $20 credit to the VEASAN online store as well. So, again, all kidding aside, this is the best deal we've run all year, and we've saved it for the holidays. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi's Friday look ahead. Guess what? Drops today. Subscribers get it. All the guides. Bull betting guide. It's there as a part of the pro package. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And right now, when you sign up, we're going to give you 20 bucks. And go to that online store and hook yourself up. Okay, we got you back here. Happy holidays. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. So the bomb cyclone, as we continue with the snowflakes, I can't get enough. The the bomb side. So are you where are you guys right now in Jersey? Just to get an idea as far as that Atlantic coast. Is it because tonight it's supposed to peak mostly across the country as far as the inclement weather? We're just getting a bunch. We're getting rain right now. It's supposed to stop, and then we're going to get really bad cold weather. It's going to go tomorrow's going to be a high of like 25 here. It's really more the wind. It's really more the wind. I think Baltimore's going to be the same as it goes through there too. It's it's a wind factor that that that's bothering us the most. And so when you look at the games, like in Baltimore, you know tomorrow in Baltimore the weather, you know they're predicting 14 degree is the high. Uh, and 15 mile an hour winds, so it's bitter cold, and I don't think it's you know relative. Like I was talking to somebody on Mad Dog for Mad Dog, and, and they've like in Connecticut they've lost power. I mean, there's some areas it's a little bit worse. Like down here, we haven't had that experience. We have high winds, but we haven't lost any power, and it's not that cold yet. But tomorrow, trust me, it's going to be bad. Well, the compound as well, Michael. When you talk about it being minus ten in Chicago with twenty to twenty degree gusts, as you know, those gusts get much worse when it's so cold like that. So again, there's a little bit of a compound effect. You're going to have cold temperatures in the teens in Cleveland. You're going to have gusts up to fifty miles an hour off that Lake Erie. So twenty five yeah. to thirty mile an hour sustained winds with gusts, and then again, you know, Kansas City. How about Kansas City's going to be in the single digits with 10-mile-an-hour winds? It's going to be yeah, pretty I nasty mean, this Saturday It's going to be, you know, but look, the, the beautiful thing about the NFL is those fans in Kansas City will be there. You know, the fans in Chicago, they'll be there. I mean, they're, they're kind of come out. They love it. I mean, the cold weather, f- fans love it. I mean, look, back in the day in 67 when they all went to the, to the Ice Bowl to watch the Packers play the Cowboys, you know, that we didn't have – all the thermals that we had. They just layered it up and had bourbon, but they watched that game. Nobody left until the snar snuck it over the one-yard line. So, I mean, it is really, truly a, a a love affair for football. And those Jet fans last night, give them credit. They were there to support their team. They they wanted it. They saw the moment. And, you know, Salai can say, you know, we have to do a better job, and I, I don't disagree. 
But I mean, at the end of the day, they had no quarterback. I mean, they can't. You can't win in this league. And you're the reason after the bye week. You know, after you beat Buffalo, you have all this optimism. You're one in five after the bye. You know, and a lot of it is because you can't put any points on the board. To make the postseason, the Jets yesterday going into the game were four to one. They're eight and a half to one now. So it lengthens to miss. They're minus five fifty going into the game. They're minus fourteen hundred now. So. Uh, it doesn't look good for the Jets. I mentioned the quarterback abyss. Look, if you don't get the quarterback position right, you're in trouble. Darnold, now Wilson. Let's go to potentially a hit. And you got to give Peterson credit for this because Lawrence has started to settle down into his sophomore campaign here. He's a stud. You just look at him. He's the prototype, right? He's faster than you think, but the stature is there. The, teammate, the teammates love him. And he kind of comes across as an unflap unflappable dude and he's starting to really round into what they had hoped they were getting with the number one overall pick in Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, fundamentally he's more consistent. He's a better athlete than I think people really give him credit for, you know, and I think you could see that in his movement, his ability to slide and then his accuracy has improved and, you know, they, they've done a nice job around them. I mean, they've been able to use Ingram getting away. I mean, when people still call Ingram a tight end, I kind of laugh. Like, he's not a tight end. Like, he's a wide receiver. Like, they never run the ball behind him. He never lines up on the line at Y. He's a move. He's an inside receiver. Like, and, and they use him really well and give him credit for that. And I thought Peterson called a really good game for the weather and understanding the situation of the game, knowing that that team on the other side wasn't going to be very good around them. And so you give him credit. I thought he, for the, for the last four weeks, I think they've done a better job in Jacksonville of understanding who they are, where they lack, where they, what they lack defensively. And then managing the game in three dimensions. And last night was was really, I thought, even though he missed that field goal, I thought he did a hell of a job with that. Okay, Brian, let's hear from Trevor Lawrence after the 19-3 win over the Jets. Belief in us, even when maybe we didn't at the beginning, you know, things were crazy. And I think just him having that confidence in us is we kind of realized, like, we have something special here. And uh, we had to kind of figure out what we wanted to do before it got too late. And, you know, we made adjustments and really started playing our best ball at the right time. And it's about getting better every week. And, and this one this one ain't going to carry over in Houston next week. So we got to go back to work. And um, But I just love love the momentum, the energy we have right now. Yeah, it's good vibes. It, it, the yeah, no defense doubt. all of a sudden. The, I thought it was the 49er defense out on the field last night. Though. Well, like I you mean, said, they look like anomaly. it, right? They look like it against the Jets. I mean, and remember, remember this Jacksonville team lost to Houston. You know, that that there was that was when, you know, there was a time where, oh my God, well, you know, Lawrence isn't very good. They can't make any throws. He turns the ball over too much. You know, and are you sure he's gonna be a really good player? You know, and, and, and I think you just that's why I think you have to take the twenty game rule like I wrote about and take that in and really analyze it. And you could see Lawrence improving and improving and you know, they've cut down their turnovers, they've cut down his mistakes in the red area, they've improved in that. So you know, I, I think he's the, the the best is yet to come. And look, I mean, when they played Houston in, I think it was week five, Patrick. I mean, they they were they had unbelievable, like a typical Houston game, right? They had 422 yards of offense, went for it on fourth down, had 290 yards passing, but they turned the ball over twice, and Houston didn't. Houston wins the game 13-6. Yeah, they've kind of corrected that, you know. They they really they really did. If you combine like they lost all four in the preseason, not that I'm turning that into something here, but if you think about it, so they started off what two and seven, the Jags. So you add the other four, they started off essentially just kind of on a losing vibe. And remember, they lost five straight at one point. So since they got back from London. I believe they've now won what is it five of seven. So this is a this is an impressive turnaround. You know, I, I think if you just juxtapose what we had last year with Urban Meyer, Peterson oh, brought some sort of a, oh, yeah. a professionalism. He's, at he's least. given them a professional offense, and they've done a better job. Of, I mean, look, the, the the Lions game was close at the half, and it fell apart for him, right? Their defense didn't play well. Then they come back and right. the Tennessee game, they're down fourteen to seven, and they come back in that game. And the Dallas game, they're down, they're down big, but they rally back. I mean, the last two weeks against Tennessee and Dallas, their offense kind of made up for the lack of play on defense. But yeah, no, give them credit. I mean, even during the losing streak, that you know they beat the Chargers out there. I thought they were the most talented team in the South. I wrote it then, but I wrote it when they were getting ready to go play the Chargers in Week Three. I thought they would beat the Chargers. They dominated. They come back. They play Philly. 
turned the ball over way too much five times. Then they go and lose this game in Houston. They're a seven-point favorite at home against Houston, and they and they turn the ball over. They make mistakes in the game, and then it kind of unraveled a little bit. Then again, they lost the game in the Giants because they went for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Denver. You know, they lose that game. They played as good defense as you could play. They gave up three drives in that game, right? And they lose that game. Then they they had the moment against the Raiders, didn't play well against the Chiefs. They're a young team, but I think this young team has now developed a a formula for how to win. They know they've got to get ATN involved in the run game. Michael Hastie's a good back as an alternate back. I mean, and these weapons they have on offense – are good, and when they add Ridley next year, they got a really good chance. And look, let's face it, they overcame the left tackle injury. You know, Walker Little came in and played well at left tackle for him last night. And for all the talk about the Jets being a dominant defensive team, they were able to run the ball in the Jets, and they threw the ball effectively. They ran for 147 last night, Patrick. Like, well, yeah, say, I you thought know, Etienne, looked, Etienne looked like he had a little extra juice last night. Yeah, they ran the ball well dynamic. last night. I mean, He's teams dynamic. have run. I mean, I think that's a you know the Jets are good defensively. The Jets could be a lot better defensively if they could pl- have some help from their offense. If they could play from in front. If they could. If they were able to 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 kind of utilize and get after their pass rush. But in the last five weeks, this Jet team teams have run the ball on them. I mean, every team they've played has run the ball on them. And and for a team that preaches, mm-hmm. we focus in so much on the quarterback. But for a team that preaches. We got to turn the ball over with our defense. They have only created two turnovers in the last six weeks. Two. That's all. Yeah, I think Wilson's probably taken a lot the brunt of the criticism, and he deserves it. He was terrible in the game, but you know Salah's got some answers as well. And give Salah credit; he did just say, "Look, I got to coach better. We got to do everything better." But yeah, no, he. I, I think the most- he's right with that. I think he's yeah. right, but you know the problem is he can't excel his defense and utilize the strength of his defense. When he's always playing from behind, but let's put it. I mean, they teams can run the ball on you. Like you, they can. Like One forty-seven. The Lions ran the ball last week. You know, Patriots have run the ball on them every time they played them. The Patriots. That's how they won the game the first time. Okay, Friday we've got Hall and Oates. I can't go for that coming up in a bit. But next, you said it yesterday. You thought Dallas was going to get to four, four and a half. Well, we're there with Philly in town for a few reasons. We'll come back and discuss that number next. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you're going to bet Houston, Louisiana, Wake Forest, Missouri today. College bull betting guide is a must. Make sure you check it out. Daily best bets on every single game. Written previews of every bull game. Bull betting tips, including Steve Mackinnon's seven important bull motivational factors. Remember, motivation becomes such a key in these bull games. V- visit vcin.com slash subscribe to become a pro. That's how you get the guide. Plenty of bull games to go. vcin.com slash subscribe become a pro as we welcome you back here we were just taking a look at some of the grades during the break michael lombardi i'm patrick maher happy holidays it is the lombardi line vsin the sports betting network we were taking a look at some of the grades um I, I, mel kuyper joe douglas the gm there of the jets he's got some good pr he got an a minus from kuyper he got a's across the board for that 2021 draft and wilson is they're gonna move on from the kid let's just can they i just to. and we'll move on from the conversation they have to move on from him it can't work there's no chance no, I mean, but here's what they're going to do. They're going to say, we're going to have open competition. So they're, what they're going to do is they're going to re-sign Mike White to probably a modest contract, a Mitchell Trubisky-type contract, right? And they're going to say, we're going to have open competition. That's what they're going to say. Because they can't sell Wilson to the locker room. They can't sell Wilson no. to the locker room, you know? And so because you can't sell him to the locker room, he's going to have to earn it. Now, they don't want to give up on him. I think it's like $21 million of dead money that they're going to have in there. I mean, they don't, they're don't. they not exactly positioned cap-wise going into next year. They only had 37 players on their team for next year. They're going to probably have like $4 million, but they got to sign Quentin Williams to a huge extension, so that's going to cost some money. Right. So they're going to have to – there's always maneuvering ability. But this isn't one of those where we could just say, okay, we're getting rid of Zach and we'll take the $21 million on dead money. No, they're going to have to do some maneuvering around here. But they know, they know in their hearts – here's what they know. They know Wilson isn't the guy. I don't know if they know White is. 
that's the thing. Do you are you are you willing to go 16 games? I mean, you know, I know White looks nice and he played good in some games. Are you ready to go 16 games and put all your chips in the middle of the table for Mike White? I don't think so. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I would go out and try to find somebody else, but you're kind of trapped, right? You can't tell you can't tell the fan base this and then tell some quarter, you know, hey Jimmy Garoppolo, why don't you come play for us? You know, you know, Wilson's not going to be the starter. Okay, then get rid of Wilson then. I'll tell you where Mike White, he's overwhelmingly positive as far as the intangibles. The, kid, the players love him. The toughness. You have to I don't I love the story about him going to like 11 different doctors to try to get cleared. I mean, it just that's the no type doubt. of dude that you want out there. He just he's not over the arm strength isn't overly impressive, but the, the intangibles are there. He's a weird one, right? Michael, as an evaluator, he's a weird one because you go to the locker room and fifty three of them are gonna say we want white. Yeah. I mean, I think look, yeah, yeah, and and White certainly has better anticipation. He throws the ball, he's got better rhythm to his game. I'm not saying he's not a better player. I'm just saying we don't have a twenty game evaluation right. of him. We don't have a 20-game evaluation of them. So that's a hard thing. Just quickly on that, then I want to get to Dallas. You wrote in the Lombardi Look Ahead, which is available for subscribers, you wrote about the 20 games. Can you explain expound upon that a little bit? Well, it's a season and a quarter, right? So you get 20 games. So it's basically you get the player to go through his entire you – you got a season and then an off season and then four more games. So you really get a chance to see it. Now, to me, on, on Trevor Lawrence, I'm not sure you can count him in the 20-game rule with that, with, with that program they had down there last year under Urban Meyer. Like, I don't even, that's not even a program. Right. I don't know how you evaluate him there. But when you have 20 games with the same coaching staff, where Sam Darnold, they, get, they change coordinators on him, right? So they flipped that. What you want is some stability. I mean, Peyton Manning went through 16 games, didn't play well. The next four, all of a sudden, you saw it coming around. You know, he had an offseason. The game slowed down a little bit. Everything got better. And then you knew where you were going. You know, then you kind of had a sense of where this is going to head forward. And, and, and unfortunately for Zach, you've got 21 games. The The biggest concern I have is he can't make simple throws. He's not accurate with it. Like, it's just, it's bad. Like, if you can't throw for 65% in the national football, I mean, Geno Smith's throwing for 70. I mean, we, I mean, I kill Daniel Jones all the time. Daniel Jones is throwing at 60. Daniel Jones can complete passes. If and I were to also, ask you who's a better player, Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson, it's it's not even close. And, 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 oh, no, and you know no. Daniel Jones isn't the answer. Well, he's he's making it – you're right. He's going to make it difficult on that front office, but ultimately we believe Daniel Jones not the answer with the Giants, but there's no question about Wilson. And also, I lived there forever. You've lived in that area your whole entire life. That is a pressure cooker. Like once – if you're in New York and all of a sudden it starts to go bad and you're sensitive – and remember, these are kids in their early 20s. That starts to compound as well. That starts to get yeah. – that's a pressure cooker. Oh yeah, and 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 I think to me, and I don't know Zach Wilson, but the maturity level that I feel that I see right. isn't there, and and I he's going to have to get cut and humiliated before he gets his career back. Like you know, the Geno Smith story is a wonderful story, but Geno would probably be the first to tell you the best thing that ever happened to him was he got humbled, right? Like it got humbled, and he found out how much does he really want to do it. I, I think this is where Wilson is. Like, you know, you're putting all your faith in this kid as an organization. I mean, they don't seem like they knew who he was. Like, it, it seems like this is foreign. I mean, what I wrote about today, you know, when, when Salai says he checked all the boxes, you know, intelligence, work hat, all the boxes that they want. Well, the, they probably had the wrong boxes. He fooled them because he doesn't check any of them. Checked all the boxes, arm strength, intelligence, friendly to his mom's friends. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I, I digress. It's the holiday season. The, it, the irony of what you said about Gino is, remember, Gino went through those growing pains, obviously, with the Jets who drafted him. And Gino's breakout came as a 32-year-old. So I guess we shall see with Wilson. Maybe yep. the story has yet to be finished. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's hard to finish it in New York. Because the locker room, forget about the fan in the Meadowlands. You know, the locker room knows. You know, the locker room has a sense. 
They know what's going on. It's like, why did the Packers were able to get rid of Favre? Because everybody watched Rodgers at practice. They knew he was good. They watched him. They knew he was good. They might not like the move, and their friends didn't support the move. Favre's friends didn't, but they saw it, right? 100%. This you can't. You know, you can't con the locker room. That's the bigger point in all this is you can't, you know, they're going to go into what, what I wrote about today is the sunk cost fallacy where they're going to go into that sunk, oh, we've got this much invested in them. The problem is the, the locker room, you can't fool. So yesterday, Minshew was announced as a starter. Remember, we got all the way up. We opened one Dallas hosting Philly. We got all the way up to six. Yesterday it was six, and as you were talking literally in real time on the show, it dipped down to five and a half. You then said, I think we see four and a half. Well, guess what? Minshew in for Philly. Not only have we seen four and a half, you can take a look at your screen. We've got fours. Okay, yeah. now a couple of reasons. As you texted me earlier today, of course, Micah Parsons is doubtful. Trayvon Diggs is doubtful for this game for the Cowboys on defense. But again, we're seeing that number come back there to Philly. Yeah, I, I and I think it's it, it was I think the six was an overreaction, you know, and I do think that you know Minshew will play well. I think Minshew's got the ability to throw the ball. I think they can protect. I mean, this offensive line is the reason they can have such success. Now, if you want to defend Zach Wilson, you could say this Jet offensive line isn't very good. That's true. They're not. That's been the liability for them most of the year. They can't run the ball. They're not great at pass protection. They've had some injuries in the line that hurts them too. But let's face it, I mean, they're they're not good enough up front, whereas Philly is, and they can change. They can become different. They can run the ball. They can throw it, and they can take care of what Minshew does well. And I think Dallas is in a little bit – I mean, we saw Parsons play against New York early in the season when he wasn't 100%. And, and I to me, he wasn't great that night. I think he's a great player. There's no denying. Now, he's, yes. not, he's not Lawrence Taylor, but he's a great player. The fact here is, I think to me, if he's not 100% against this Eagle line will be a challenge. And the Eagles will do a good job of getting the ball out quick, understanding what Dan Dan Quinn's trying to do defensively, take care of the short passing game, and work the ball down the field. And they still can run the ball. And they'll still run Minshew. They just won't run him as the lead runner like they do with Hurts. You know, that's fascinating, that game. Because Dallas, this is a statement opportunity for them. Philly, they can essentially wrap up everything, division, NFC. So there's a lot. This is there's a lot of layers, obviously, the rivalry, but there's layers here. Sirianni would like to leave there with everything wrapped up. Yeah, and I don't think like anybody who thinks the Eagles are not going to play hard, you no, know, is wrong. I, I think yes. that's like they're not like the Eagles want to prove they can win as a team. Not that they want to prove they can win without Hurts. I think they want to prove that they're a dominant team. They want to extol their dominance over Dallas. I don't see it. I think that's. I think the Eagles will play their best game. They'll focus and concentrate. And I think Dallas has to make sure that they don't take a little bit of time off because the best player, the Eagles' best player, isn't out there. Let's take a stab at it. We're going to be here tomorrow morning. Where do we close? It's four, four and a half right now, Dallas Laney. What do you think? Project. Where do you think we close with Philly and Dallas? I think four. Yeah. I think you're right. I think four. I don't think, again, I think he did a good job explaining not a huge difference in how they call the game with Minshew. A little difference, but not huge. When we come back. Minshew's better than Mike White. Let's put, how about that? That, that, good point. Hall and Oates next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, remember, you can refer a friend right now. It's a tremendous deal. You go to betmgm.com and you're going to see the little refer a friend icon. Click it, and when you do, you send your friend a note. They sign up. They get $50, you get $50 in free bets. I mean, it's just a tremendous deal from the king of sportsbooks. That's BetMGM, longtime sponsor of the Lombardi line. BetMGM.com. Remember, you can download the BetMGM app. It's been reconfigured, so it's very useful and efficient for in-game bettors. But refer a friend program right now. Refer a friend during the holidays. Go to BetMGM.com. you got to be 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue. So uh, years ago... Daryl Hall and John Oates, uh, two of the legends, Philadelphia soul, look it up, kids. Uh, they came up with a line that I think was uh, pretty perfect. They said, they can't go for that. No, no can do. There you go. I love it. No yeah. can do. The pride and of Philadelphia, uh, those two gentlemen. They that's that's 100% University. right. So underrated. They should be. I mean, come on. Uh, I was just talking to Brian during the break. They, you know, who they remind me of? They're they're like the Tom Petty, where you know they have a ton of hits, but you don't know. You didn't realize they had that many hits. So here's what we do. A lot of them. When you're when sports betting, sometimes to make the betting process a little easier, you have to parse. You have to streamline. You just throw away games because you don't want to put the effort into capping them. And there's different variables for it. So we have our Hall and Oates plays. You can see the beautiful graphic right there. Uh, can't go for that. No, can't do it. And the game this week, Michael Lombardi, is the Saints-Browns. I'll set you up on the number, and you can run with why you just kind of can't go for this one. This number right now in Cleveland is Cleveland Lane 3, and we've got a total of 31 and a half. Well, I, I, this is really weather-related for me. Because the 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 sixty five mile an hour gusts that they're reporting in Cleveland, and the frigid cold temperatures, and the unpredictability that goes into that, you know, when you can't kick field goals, can't kick extra points because the wind's swirling, points are at a premium. You know, first one to ten might win the game. So I, I and now layer in two very unpredictable teams. Right now. Cleveland has won their last two home games, which has been great. They beat Tampa there. I don't know how they did it. They beat Baltimore 13-3. to You know, they had a great, impressive win against Cincinnati at home, but they've lost to the Chargers and the, and the Patriots at home badly earlier in the season. So they're, they're, they're kind of an inconsistent home team. New Orleans is an inconsistent team with a lot of injuries all over the place, right, with inconsistent play at quarterback. So all of a sudden you start lining up the inconsistencies, right, you know, do I trust New Orleans's offense, their quarterbacking? No. Do I trust their ability to stop the run? Not last week against Atlanta. Do I do I trust Cleveland's defense playing better? But I really don't. Can they stop the big play? Not sure. Will Deshaun Watson play better? Not sure about that. You start adding it up, and then you put the weather into it, which you can't predict at all. 
Because weather is an equalizer. There's no denying this, right? Weather is a great equalizer. I think we saw it last week with Philly and Chicago. If you took Chicago in the points, the weather was your friend. Philly should have been able to kind of overcome that. They fumbled twice. They turned the ball over the interception twice. You know, Chicago fumbled too. So I think weather's the equalizer. And that's why, for me, I just put this in. This is the worst weather game of the weekend. Now, there's a lot of them. I almost don't want to take any weather game on the East Coast, whether it's Baltimore. You know, I'd rather take the ones in the dome and, and know what you're going to get. So that's why I made this on Hall & Oates play. Yeah, that's Saints-Browns. Saints-Browns, let's do it again, Mikhail. That's a Hall & Oates play. <laughs> I just love Daryl Hall it. has one of the great voices of all time. Oh. Now, he's lost and he's not the same guy he once was, but none of us are. And you know, he he uh you know, he was tremendous. But you know, do yourself I, I just, a favor. I don't, do yourself yeah, a favor. Listen. Sorry to interrupt you. But during the pandemic, he had he did something called Daryl's House, where he invited artists up to his log cabin in upstate New York. And they did live performances. If you have some time today, get on YouTube and go take a look. Sorry, I interrupted you. It's tremendous. But I think to me, you know, the the unpredictability of the weather, Chicago's weather, right? You know, they're giving you eight and a half points on the contest in in Chicago. That's a lot of points. Not that I don't think Buffalo's better, but we saw Buffalo struggle, you know, to move the ball at their home field. And the weather wasn't that bad. There was no wind in that game. So, you know, then we got Baltimore. That's six and a half points. That's a lot of points for, you know, both teams want to run the ball. Atlanta can run the ball on everybody. Mm-hmm. Carolina's going to be a cold game. Cleveland. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I do it all the time. So I just think to me, the worst of the weather game made it a Hall and Oats play, but I don't like any of these weather games. There's too much unpredictability. I think you're better off taking the points in this weather. Take Seattle and get 10 points. You know, I mean, Kansas City doesn't cover when they, they they have a hard time covering to begin with. You know what's funny, and that's our Hall and Oates play. You know what's funny about the line of the week? You know, the Bengals have haven't lost since Halloween. They've won yeah. six straight, and you and I keep on harping on this. So Cincinnati, this is your line of the week. The Lombardi look ahead, Veasan.com slash subscribe at New England. They're laying three, and we've been joking about this because I believe this is true. At Pittsburgh, they were laying three. At Tennessee, they were laying three. Uh, Cleveland, they were laying three, three and a half at home. At Tampa, they were laying three, three and a half. Like, they're always stuck right on that key number, and they're the better, more talented team. Again, I think you could argue they're playing better ball now than they did last year when they ran, ran to the Super Bowl. Oh, I think they're way better. I think they're, in, well, their offensive line's better. I mean, you know, you know, and so, I mean, I know it's going to be cold. It's going to be 14-mile-an-hour winds there, which is typical. It's going to be 20 degrees. It shouldn't be – you know, it shouldn't really affect the game as much. So, to me, you know, New England hasn't been a great home team. And New England's defense, you know, they they play well against certain teams. A quarterback that can throw it with these skilled players on Cincinnati – you know, I, I don't know why Cincinnati – I have this game as a 5.26 game. Like, I don't – like the, to me, this is like a trap. Like, this is like – you feel like you're on a Batman episode, you know, where the Joker's trapped him and he walks into it anyway. You know, like, what did I do that for? That was a trap. Like, it just feels that way. It looks too easy to take Cincinnati. It looks just too easy. It's like Detroit and Carolina. It looks too easy to take Detroit. And that line's going to two and a half. And everybody's taking Detroit. Every And yet the line's going to two and a half. It's fishy. That this is what makes the betting market so interesting is because your instincts say do this, and on Cincinnati, I've gone against I've gone against it two weeks in a row and and given out winners. I mean, literally last week was another one. I mean, there was steam. There was steam from the Himalayas coming in on Tampa last week. (laughs) By the way, this number was three and a half yesterday. So it's now three pretty much everywhere. So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Samich was on yesterday. He was right there with you. He liked the Bengals. It's one of those sometimes where you catch yourself in a trap where you're like, is this a trap? There are no traps. I mean, the Bengals are right. the better football team here. But, but okay, let's take the Lions. They're, they're playing their best football. That, Carolina's improved, okay? 76% of the tickets on our board are on the Lions, okay? 24 on the Panthers. The Panthers only carrying 17% of the money. And yet the line is moving to them from I mean, three it's a to reverse, two and a half. Yeah, I mean, number. and so reverse line movement, and so all those things. 
I, 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 I don't touch my son's game, so I'm not talking about this game in terms of who I like and to bet. But my board says, just for people, that, that, that I had this handicapped as almost a five-point game. So BetMGM right now has the Lions open three, laying two and a half. 85% of the bets that BetMGM is taking of the tickets written up are on the Lions and 79% of the money. So you always have to wonder when you're taking a look at these splits, you know, why is it going the other way? We call it reverse line movement, but really you're just trying to understand the puzzle. And that is quite befuddling because the Lions are like the hottest team right now as far as casual betters and they're covering. So obviously pros are into them as well, yet we've seen it dip below the key number of three. But they've improved. The thing is, is that they're they're not hot like Minnesota was hot. Like Minnesota and New York no, are probably we're going to have the luck playoff of the, of the year, right? That's the luck. The two luckiest. Detroit's improved defensively. They changed what they're doing, playing more nickel, getting turnovers. They're able to stop the run. I mean, there's evidence to support the New York the the Detroit turnaround, right? Carolina has struggled. If everybody says Carolina's defense is good until you look at the numbers, until you go to sack per play, points per – when you start looking at the numbers, you're like, wait a minute, third down, they're not very good. You know, they haven't played very good on third down. Okay, so that's it. Red zone, where are they? They're not very good there. The things that matter most when it comes towards winning, you know, you worry about Carolina's defense. You know, and so you say, okay, wait a minute, hold on here for a second. You know, they're 23rd in red zone. They're 30th in – excuse me, they're 26th in, in third-down defense. Does that sound to you like a dominant defensive team when you're 26 on third down and 21st in the red zone? Does it? No, and, and your point is well taken about the Lions. The metrics, the numbers add up to the improvement. With Minnesota, it was just smoke and mirrors. You couldn't point to anything. <laughs> was no, there was no tangible data we could point to. Yeah, I mean, to. just – and they, you know – lead the league in punts per play in minnesota they're right there they punt more than anybody their punters exhausted hey mikhail hit me with hall and oats on the way out can you do it can you do it can you do it can you do it you Uh can do it we'll do it go okay we're coming back with Vinny. (laughs) at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.